You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Okay. No, no, no. no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Friends Next Door. I'm Mia. I'm Dan. I'm Thomas. And today we are continuing on our Asian identity series, and this time we're talking about Asian representation in pop culture. So I think we, I can speak for a lot of us as Asians or Chinese who grew up in the West, um, or in my case, somebody who grew up in a non or as a minority, right, in my country, we typically look for people who kind of look like us in movies and in music because they are our representative and they have, um, you know, they're on a big platform. Um, and we try to always relate to the characters. Um, whether you like it or not, Dan, I know you feel some type of way about this. It, it is easier for me to make a connection when they, you know, have the same hair color, they have the same right. eye color, right? So um, as I grew up, you know, we always look up to these characters in these um, in movies and whatnot. But um, we can dive into your opinion a little bit later, Dan, if you want to tell us about it and how you feel about that in general. But what happens if those who are supposed to represent us do not represent us? Um, and then worse, what happens if those who are represent who are supposed to represent us, they stand up for a cause that goes against our personal values? So I think at this point, you guys have kind of um, guessed what we're talking about. Uh, everybody's talking about the new Mulan by Disney, and it, it is Disney's adaptation to this traditional story about Hua Mulan. Um, there's a lot of controversy behind it. I think we kind of want to talk about it um, a little bit. I know Thomas is super excited about this. So Thomas, do you want to tell us why you have such a... Well, just share your thoughts first. Yeah. Um, so a couple things is that I feel like a lot of people are misunderstanding. We can talk more about this later, but I feel like a lot of folks are misunderstanding the story of Mulan. And then just on the topic of representation, it's like, I, I feel like a lot of things that people look for in terms of representation, especially for something like Mulan, it's just that they're looking for people that look like them. And it, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's just skin, it's just like super shallow to me. Like, mm -hmm. for example, it's like everyone's complaining about, uh, like, first of all, everyone's, everyone celebrated that you know the cast was all asian mm -hmm. and then but suddenly people once the movie started tanking people were complaining about that you know the supporting staff like the director the writers none of them were asian uh well for, i mean first of all it's like no one really complained about that when the mulan animation came out right and like that's been out for since 98 right uh and then also no one complained about mushu there's a talking dragon like what played by eddie murphy yeah yes <laughs> And then, and, and it's like, it's also not reasonable to assume that, you know, it's like low-key racist, actually, to assume that any Asian would have a great understanding of traditional Chinese culture. I mean, like an example would be like, what dynastic era did Mulan take place in, right? What are the characteristics? No, no, no. I, I'm asking this uh, semi-rhetorically. It's like, what are the characteristic, characteristics of Wait, that dynasty? Can I try to answer that as just like, is it the Song dynasty? Uh, no. No, ah, oh, I don't even know. Nope. Wait, what dynasty know. was wait, it then? Wait, wait, wait. Is it the Tang Dynasty? Nope. <laughs> Ming Dynasty? Nope. You're, you're, you're oh way too. Oh my. Dan, you're at this point, is naming all. You're way too modern. Okay. What is oh, it? Oh, really? It's yeah. It's part of the Northern Wei Dynasty. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. So they're way up, and so yeah. like that region, like geographically, they're closer to 
like what's Mongolia now? Right. But anyway, so it's like, yeah. what are the characteristics of, of that dynasty? What was the architectural and cultural characteristics of the people in that geographic region? It's like none of that was really captured in the film. And it's like, well, is that I, do, do folks even know about that? Right. It's like people only just see like, oh, hey, that person looks like me and we all drink boba. And that's that's representation to me. So that just to me feels extremely shallow. But but I, I think overall, there's like we, we've got a lot to talk about on this on representation, especially in media. I totally agree with that. So I'm just going to give my quick hot take on representation. This is why I don't look for representation. I know that, and, and I totally can, um, I can see from your perspective, Mia, that I would say most people, in, not just Chinese people or Korean people or Asians, Indians, but most people in general, it's, they look, they, they're like inherently proud of people who look like them who, who are su- successful right across mm-hmm. everything sports music pop culture entertainment so i get that and i told and i'm not against that at all um i guess just the way i was brought up is i don't have role models that are uh in the public eye you know my role models are people that are in my family um people that are close to me and people like my mentors that's just how i was brought up so my role models are people who have taken me under their wing throughout my life to guide me and to nourish me and to um, you know, teach me sometimes in harsh ways, you know, how to become a better person. So mm-hmm. grow. So from day one, I've never had my first role model was my grandpa. You know, he, he, he practiced Qigong Chinese calligraphy. Um, he taught me, you know, he would scold me when I did something wrong. He would, you know, take me to the park and teach me endurance and all that stuff. So he was my first role model. So growing up, I, I didn't care what people look like on TV. I loved Mulong, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the cartoon. I never was like, hey, this is an Asian story. Because frankly, at the age of uh, 1998, I was seven, uh, I was four, I don't even remember. I think I was in my second year of high school. <laughs> um, and I had, I honestly had no idea the real story of Mulan until at least a decade later. And I, when I watched it unfold on stage in New York City in a very popular uh, traditional Chinese classic dance uh, show called Shen Yun, and I was like, whoa, this is the real story, Mulan? I literally thought it was like a girl um, joining the army and the talking dragon and, you know, that. So, Basically the Disney version. The, that's all I knew. And I'm mm-hmm. Chinese, you know? So I I didn't know that the real story, which we can talk about, was what Thomas knows a lot more than I because he probably read the ballad of Mulan, which is an epic poem. What? Set to music, I think? Um, and it had all these great um, uh, principles, which luckily I was taught those principles without the cartoon. So I didn't need, I didn't have that void, right? So anyways, mm-hmm. my, my short story is I don't look for representation. And the problem is exactly what you guys are saying. When you look for representation, uh, indirectly or directly, you're going to get people who don't actually agree with you speaking out for you. So then what happens? Right. Well, I don't know, because I've never been there, but I see it unfold right now in front of my eyes. And this right, is that why. Was, Go sorry, ahead. that was the that was the first controversy that the film hit when um, the Mulan actress Liu Yifei uh, came out with. Uh, she tweeted out in support of the Hong Kong police during mm-hmm. the Hong Kong protests uh, mm-hmm. against the national security law, and then she said something about like, "Oh, please arrest me. I'm willing to comply," or something like that. And so that right. was the first controversy. Right. And then it was like, wow. whoa, 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 whoa. And also maybe Donnie Yen too. 
Oh yeah, know. for sure, for sure. I know too. it I mean, is. It is actually kind of disappointing to see all these like stars, um, and they're standing up for something that's obviously not aligning with you know our personal values, and so you're like, oh shoot. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> what that's, now? That's one of the things because, like, especially for um, for for the film industry, like these actors and actresses have to come out in support for the Chinese Communist Party. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they lose all these acting gigs, right? Like the Chinese right. market is extremely lucrative right now, and you can see that bleeding into other areas too. So, like, there's like, let's say, like Jackie Chan has come out like in support. Um, he's he's actually said that um, it's like, oh, people need to be controlled, basically. Mm. I think I remember seeing that or hearing about that. So there's a lot of uh, obviously there's a lot of politics behind the scenes, right? That that are happening even when you're trying to make a movie. That's like you know it's an it's entertainment, right? So going back into Mulan, what's the real story of Mulan and what how it is how are, is Mulan portrayed in this movie then? Professor Thomas, All right, Professor let's go. Thomas saying. <laughs> All right, so the go. short the there short version of the in the Ballad of Mulan is that Mulan takes her father's place to join the war. Fights for ten years, rejects the, like after winning the war, basically rejects the emperor's offer to become a high-ranking official, and then goes home to her family, and then later surprises her comrades that she was actually a woman. Keep in mind that she did this for ten years, uh, rose throughout the, rose throughout the army like to a general level, basically, and none of her comrades had an idea that she was actually a woman, right? I still wonder to this day how people manage to do that. Oh yeah, she like, was I guess a, back in the days it's different. She was a total badass. And and so like the value that Mulan expresses is one of filial piety. Like keep mm -hmm. in mind that this is, you know, in northern way, so it's like this is like 4th century or something like that. Mm. So the primary so there's a there's a lot of Confucian values that are that are, you know, synonymous with traditional Chinese culture. And so like the primary duty was to was of like a person was to their family and then to their country. So basically Mulan offers herself as a tribute to fight in place of her frail, frail father. Because if her father went, uh, he basically would have died. So she badassed for 10 years and then she rejects any wealth or power offered by the emperor, thinking only to return home to her family. Because After that's she fulfilled the her duty. Right, because that's yeah. that's the whole reason why she went to the battlefield. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And, and so it's like it's really interesting to me to see folks, um, or like see Mulan as like a modern feminist hero, where she's you know subverting, she's going against the patriarchal society. It's like that's Mulan's not that girl. No, no, and and I think that the idea isn't to question patriarch the society the patriarchal archical sorry i can't pronounce that word um society we know what right? you mean you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying but like thomas said it's it's to highlight these traditional chinese values okay devotion to the family being being the most important here right that they're highlighting and also showing showing a lot of in um ability to endure hardship and also to be dis, uh to sort of be low key uh, you know this these are things that we don't value today you know everybody it's all about instagram and sh you know shout you know showing off today this is the culture we live in so you know it's like i'm 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 female i'm proud of course you know we should all be proud of who we are and what what we do and all that stuff but that's not the emphasis there in, right. in the original poem yeah so i think it depends i think what we 
have an issue with here is not necessarily, you know, how people interpret it and whatnot and um, how they take Mulan as a modern feminist hero. But then that's not the point of the whole story of Mulan, right? And that's, right. you know, Disney kind of missed the mark there. So I yeah. think that's why we're like kind of worked up about this. I got to give one disclaimer. So I, I think when we're talking about this whole thing, in no way, or at least I'm, I'm just speaking for myself, in no way I'm, I'm criticizing the, the art of the filmmaking. Because mm-hmm. no doubt, whatever political views you have or whatever government you support or don't support or whatever, the fact is, yes, these, they, to even make the movie on this scale, the actors had to go through rigorous training, mm-hmm. dedicated, a lot of dedication. So I, I'm giving a huge shout out to the fa- to the work that's been done and not just the lead actors, but you know, I've done, mo- I've been on sets, I've done productions, movies, commercials. It's insanely difficult. It's v- almost thankless. Not everyone's making millions of dollars. It's mm-hmm. a dedication and love for the craft and these giant set pieces, the scheduling. I mean, th- th- it's, it's quite an incredible feat in itself. So we're not criticizing the the filmmaking at least i'm not i have utmost respect for every single person whatever race they are i don't care if you're white black chinese japanese you know that's incredible so that's not i don't want people to think like i'm saying i don't like the movie i like the movie like that's not what we're trying to do you know Mm -hmm. so i just Mm -hmm. want to throw that in there for sure for sure a lot of work went into into this yeah i don't want folks to think that we're just straight up hating on the film yeah exactly because what's the point of that you know then you just become the pundits that are like and to me like sorry sorry to real quick what thomas like the way i see it is just this whole it's like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't right now no for it's like, real if you say something you're gonna get criticized if you don't say something you're gonna get criticized i have no idea how you're supposed to behave as a role as as a famous person these days i really don't and i feel i I so I just live my life the way I live my life. I don't expect any of the people that I watch or listen to to come out and support my cause. Right. I don't I don't care cuz I live in America. I support my own cause. You know, if I if I if I want to speak out, I can cuz this is a free darn country and last time I checked I have freedom of speech, right? So I don't need somebody to represent me. Yeah, you know? that that's really in line with what you said earlier about uh, not looking for, uh, not having any, not really having role models or looking for representation. Right. But I mean, we can't really dispute the fact that movies or pop culture have so much power and impact on other people's lives, right? So as somebody with that big megaphone, you know, you you do carry some sort of a responsibility to act the right way or to do things the right way. But that's a whole nother story. We can talk right. about, you know, we can talk about how much we, sh- we should put on um, movies, music, pop culture and whatnot, but that's a whole nother topic. We want to keep it within Mulan in this case. Yeah. So Thomas, go on. Yeah. So, I mean, that was really the thing that really, what's the phrase, grinded Hurt. my gears. Was just <laughs> like this, this. It's, it's that and the latte that you had last night, Thomas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, sure, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure, for yeah. sure. No, because like this, this to me kind of just feels like like American Chinese food where it's just like completely yeah. bastardized and sold yeah. as something else. And yeah. it's just like horrible to me. So it, yeah. it's just like, it's like, no, this is not a proper representation of what it was supposed oh. to be. You know what I mean? And, and to piggyback real quick, not only you mentioned that the, if the actors don't support the Chinese communist party and by the way, supporting the not supporting the communist party doesn't mean you support you don't support being a Chinese person or the land of China. We got to get that out there, people. Seriously, this is one of the biggest 
the things that grinds my gears the most is when I speak out against the atrocities that the Communist Party has, con has conducted over the 60 past years, because my family has been a direct uh, victim of that. Right. And our friends. I love being Chinese. I love coming from China and I love people that are Chinese and the whole entire culture. And like I said, in our other podcasts, you know, in my adult life, I've done more to learn about my own culture than I ever have as a child. Um, so anyways, when, when people, so the CCP is not, uh, does not represent China or the Chinese people to me for that matter. So when, when actors support have, they have to kind of support them in order to get more gigs in China. And guess what? The biggest, biggest, one of the largest, um, the, the biggest source of money is coming out of China to make these movies. Where do you think they're getting the budget to make these hundred million, $200 million movies? Sorry, Hollywood. It's not the golden age of Hollywood anymore. It takes a lot of money to make movies. And the only way to make it back is to have it go into a market like China to make money back. And as we've seen with movies like Iron Man 3, and I've watched a lot of documentaries where the producer of Iron Man 3 came out and said, yeah, we I was part of a special team that had to make sure that China got what they want. Sorry, the Chinese government got what they want mm -hmm. and the studios got what they want. Because mm -hmm. if we don't make the Chinese government happy, we're not going to be able to shoot in China and we're not going to get their market. So this goes beyond just the jobs that the actors are going to have access to. This is literally Hollywood trying to have access to the Chinese market and basically placating to whatever. And that's one of the biggest controversies out right now. The whole, you know, they were shooting in Xinjiang and we, <laughs> I mean, look, it doesn't take a genius to know that the CCP has been persecuting outright, committing acts of genocide outright to people of the of Uyghur descent, Muslim descent, Chinese mm -hmm. Uyghurs, whatever you want to call it in Xinjiang, along with mm -hmm. other religious uh, people of religious belief. And I feel like that's why there's so much controversy around this, um, at least overseas, not in China, right? At least over here is that that's the biggest problem that people have with this movie is that the fact that, um, like you said earlier, then they're trying to get into that market. And then in order to get to that market, they have to play by the CCP's rules, Correct. which means you have to have, well, you have to employ a certain you know, number of Chinese people over there. Yeah. Um, you have to have the main characters to go into China and then shoot there. And you have to kind of run everything by the CCP and make sure that it doesn't go against what they're trying to project, you know, what kind of messaging they, they're right. trying to project out there. Right. And so this is why there's a problem with this movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, one of the scary parts for the censorship is that a lot of uh, studios are starting to self-censor, like in anticipation yeah. of what they need to do. Right. right. Like biggest example is, in Doctor Strange, this was a controversy a couple of years ago when the film came out, was that um, the, there's a character in Doctor Strange called the Ancient One. He's, he's basically the master and teacher of Doctor Strange. He's supposed to be a Tibetan monk, and Doctor Strange in the comics actually goes to Tibet to learn whatever skills he has, he gets. Mm -hmm. So Marvel, quote unquote, whitewashed that character into a, a Celtic woman, which is played by, what's her face? Uh, uh Kate Blanchett. No, 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 no. Um, no. Uh oh my no, goodness. Not she's also in Finding Nemo. Anyway, she what? basically she is that ancient one got whitewashed into 
a white lady. Till, till the new, till the Swinton. Swinton. Thank you. Oh Swinton. my Swinton. God. You're yes. right. Okay. <laughs> like, yes. So there was a lot of controversy around that. I was like, oh my God, this is just Hollywood whitewashing, you know, Asian characters or whatever. But no, this is actually Marvel Studios self-censoring because of the Chinese Communist Party. They cannot mention Tibet in any film, right? right. And so it's like, you can see where all this, like, where, like, you can see like, the impact of this already. Right. And so like, Wait, so, mm-hmm. I have a question. So for Mulan, um, does it actually have anything to do with Xinjiang, with that area? No. No. Nothing. Okay. No. So I guess it was included in there just because, you know, the Chinese Communist Party is trying to uh, paint Xinjiang as this like great area. The people there are super happy. And yeah. is that why they they included it in the movie? I'm actually not even sure why they picked. Well, Xinjiang. I think it. I think it was parts part of the scenes were shot there no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. As in, so like, why the scenes were shot there versus like like why Xinjiang why and why and well, not in some uh, other areas i mean i i would guess because of the vastness of the land i mean it, it it's, but china it's, is vast <laughs> no but no but no but like in terms of the scenery like if mm. you need a big I'm, I'm just guessing from a, from from an artistic choice yeah yeah like I, like, I, like you know plains with mountains in the background you know, to kind of set that scene. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not a, I'm not a whiz in Chinese geography, but, uh, but maybe it was very conducive to their shooting the schedule. Or, or the budget. Yeah. The terrain, yeah. the budget or whatever. Yeah. 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 I, I read that uh, the director, Nikki Caro, I think that's yeah. her name. Uh, she went to specifically to visit Xinjiang a couple of times just to, yeah. you know, tour the landscape. The thing is, she worked with uh, the Public Security Bureau of Xinjiang, and then oh, that's yeah, even geez. included, like, that's even oh called gosh. out in the credit section, Oh, right? yeah, that was a huge controversy, right? It, like, thanked the Turpin Public Security Bureau, the Publicity Department of Xinjiang, the Publicity Department of Turpin, uh, like, mm-hmm. Municipal, the Tourism Tourism Administration, the Cultural Relics Bureau. It's just like, The thing is wow. that I, I think a lot of people from who aren't familiar with how things in China work, it's that... Um, these seemingly like kind of innocuous names that like, it sounds like it's like, they don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. They're actually a lot of these public security bureaus, these special doesn't specially designated offices are often the ones that basically have, don't even need to comply with any, any kind of human rights checks. They literally can go in. This is like around the Olympics at any time. Like they can literally just go into a, to an area and literally just do remove whoever they need to um, paint, whatever they need to displace, whoever they need to, to make sure that the image and what they need fits. I mean, in the name of, in the name of maintaining in, security in that co- area, co- right? Correct. So but then this, we just yeah. we know that what it means is that it's really trying to silence people who um, don't agree with the government in this case, and that's what they mean by maintaining security and maintaining mm-hmm. yeah. peace and stability. Or, or, or even like just just simple things like, oh, we need we need this area to shoot in, and even even like in America, you cannot go on on a block to shoot if you want. You have to get a permit. Because people have equal rights. Like if I live on the block and I, you know, I have, I have a right to not let you shoot on my block, you know, but that doesn't, you know, in China, like, you know, they just go wherever they want. But anyways, right. that's kind right. of if like you, another. If another you remember for the like 2008 uh, Olympics in Beijing, they basically yeah. removed a whole village to build bird's nests. Vill- villages, literally like complete displacement yeah. of people's. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. And, but crazy. anyways, that's, but that's just like one thing that, you know, tiny little thing that's been de- going on for decades and decades, but we won't even get into that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, to me, it was also interesting that they, like, they actually called out the publicity department. And yeah. so the publicity department is basically the propaganda arm 
um, yeah, to make right. sure that all the messaging is in line with you know whatever the communist part the Chinese Communist Party it, like wants to uh, put out as a message, right? And so every every foreign film, I don't know, I don't think this is common knowledge, but it's like every foreign film that goes in that goes into the Chinese market has to have their um, have the film approved by the yes. publicity department yep. and right. the scripts uh, submitted. Right. And so when you submit the script, there's a review process, they make mm -hmm. edits and then, mm -hmm. and then they finally approve it. So it's really interesting to see. It's like all these people, all these critics that are complaining, it's like, Oh, it's just like that, you know, Chinese culture is not properly displayed in the films. Like, well, someone in the, someone in the Chinese government thought it was, displayed okay enough to approve it you know mm -hmm. so i guess that's that's why you know it is it, of course asian representation is great right we always you know that's when you see a a big budget movie with like this asian leading characters of course you get excited um by the side of that and of course you want to support it but then it makes it hard when these kind of things happen and you're like you know what is one uh, to do? <laughs> I, I just gotta, I gotta, this is something that makes, that makes me laugh. It's like, wait, you're supporting, people are happy because Mulan is all Chinese cast. Hello, it's Mulan. Like, are you, are you, like, are you, do you think that they were going to cast anyone else than other than, sorry, not Chinese, but Asian descent in this or East Asian descent? Okay. Like if people really want to celebrate uh, representation, how about celebrating something that maybe has a, you know, a main, somebody who's getting a main lead or somebody who, or even say like, uh, you know, uh, Aquafina or somebody who is actually like kind of crossing, crossing the lines between just being more than just like a, like an Asian representation person, right? Like she's in a lot of Western movies. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> people are like, yay, I'm like, dude, they're all, they're all, it's, it's a Chinese story. What do you expect? But I think just Wait, the fact there was, that there was some controversy in the early stages of Mulan that they're going to have a white male lead in. I know, but like that's that. not. Oh, but really? You know that's not going to yeah. happen. You know that that you know yeah. like in 2020 that cannot happen. After no, but just the fact happened, that they're you know? going to make a movie out of this story, I think that's why right. people get excited about it. Well, I mean, um, I I think it was a. I mean, I think every like I've been dreading this day since they, <laughs> since the day that they because to me nobody wins. Re really, mm -hmm. honestly, nobody wins. Since the day mm -hmm. that they started making live-action Disney adaptations, oh yeah, it's basically mm -hmm. the last several years when our technology has gotten really good. You know, like I'm like, okay, at some point they need to address Mulan, and at some point they're gonna have to address Pocahontas because that's gonna be another giant can of worms. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about, you know, we're talking about like Asian representation. Man, uh, Pocahontas is. Western settlers going into America, like there's going to be some cultural appropriation backlash and you know what, uh, like that's going to be, I, I think they're just like, we can't make this movie because no one's going to be happy. So okay, I think so they, in that you know, case, because everybody seems to be up in arms every time something like this happens, yeah. right? Um, like you said, you know, it's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Nobody can win because yeah. you're going to piss off some people Correct. no matter what. Right. So I guess the question is, then in my opinion, I think it's just better to kind of take it upon us. And, and this goes back to my original question before, like how much importance do you put on, you mm. know, pop culture, movie? Zero. Um, me, my answer? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> to me, pop culture and movies should, is, is what it is. It's an, it's an escape. I mean, if we're looking for 
pop culture athletes, musicians to do teach it. Soft us power, and, dude. Soft into, power is power. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Not to me. I, I've never had that. So I'm just saying if people, this people out there are looking for role, like people to represent them or role models to, to, to guide the way, I, that's not me. So to me, it's like I've never put any importance or power into quote unquote soft power because frankly, it means nothing to me. Um, but that's just me. And that's how I'm going to raise my You're a kids. rare crowd. Because- exactly. <laughs> so I think for most other people, I have no solution and I have no criticism either. Like if people look, you know, Tom, I, dude, I love, I love football. So my, my role models growing up are like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. My, and, and there's no matter who you love, like Kobe Bryant, you can love Kobe Bryant. And there's so much controversy surrounding him. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can like name anyone and no one is free from this. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like proceed at your own caution in my, in my opinion and seek. But I always tell people, listen, you, you should also seek, you know, to expand your mind and to uh, look for things with meaning, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that's, that's basically my thing. So you, to answer your question, Mia, for like how, how important is pop culture? Like, for me, no, but I do see that it's very important for most people mm-hmm. who, um, yeah, who like idolize their people that they watch on TV. So if that's the case, then uh, I, I wish that that wasn't the case. And now it's not just movies and television, but people people on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. That's true. They have more power, quote unquote, soft power than ho- no one cares about Hollywood anymore, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like this is going to blow over. Because Hollywood's dying. Okay, movies and the, like, you know what? The more these people on social media have way more. Uh, and what? Meanwhile, me and Mia and Thomas have been on. And that's why, obviously, half the reason I don't really do YouTube anymore is because it's just like, you know what? Like, you know, if I'm gonna do something, it's gotta my work's gotta speak for itself rather than me. You know, because I don't want to be anybody's idol. I mean, you know some I mean? people do feel the weight of being in the public eye and then they're like, I'm going to use this platform for good, right? Yeah. Um, and that's and I commend those people. Exactly. It's not Absolutely. easy to do that, you know? Right. Um, but I think also at the same time, we as individuals have to realize, you know, movies, like it's entertainment is entertainment. Right. It is there to um, entertain us. But, right. you know, the people who are involved there are just also human beings too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's when you have to kind of make that distinction of like drawing the line somewhere. Of and, like, and, okay. and also for me, Mia, like if look, if Lily Faye, Donnie Yen, they're pro, uh, they're anti-democracy or whatever people deem them. To me, I'm like, it, I'm not going to look, I'm never the type of person to go on Twitter or Instagram to criticize somebody else because they have it tough, too. And like you said, they're, they're hold on. But here we are on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I never could. But no, but at this whole point. I've mm-hmm. only talked, we've only talked about, um, I've literally only talked about how I'm criticizing Hollywood and the need to make, and honestly, I can't even criticize Hollywood. Their job is to make money, right? <laughs> I'm not criticizing Lily Faye. I'm, we're, we're saying that they're put in a precarious position to do what they got to do. Like I'm, I'm not with against, I've, we're literally talking about how the, I, you know, what I have is not rep not enough people knowing the true story in Mulan. Right. I think if we put our sh- ourselves in Liu Yifei's shoes, yeah. she lives in China. She's an actress from China. And then for her to go against what the government is saying. She's a pawn. Oh, ironically, ironically, she was born in the Liu Yifei was actually born yeah. in the U.S. and has oh, U.S. Citizens, really? citizenship. Like, so many uh, Chinese citizens actually pointed this out. 
Oh, like, dang, I didn't look, know look, that. This is this is what also irks me is like I I like Don, I, I don't Donnie Yen, whoever, Johnny, Jackie Chan, like y'all, y'all do your thing. Do whatever you want, right? I've never ever I don't I'm more like, all right, if I don't agree with this, like I'm I'll cancel my Disney Plus subscription. Or you, you know, if I get it, fed, yeah, yeah, I don't have to watch it. I'm not buying Mulan. Sorry, I haven't watched Mulan for a reason. I'm not right. spending, I'm not giving Disney my money because I don't agree with their, so I'm, I, I don't criticize them. I don't agree with it. So I'm not going to give them my money and I'll probably mm-hmm. s- s- cancel my subscription soon. You have, I actually you told, have Disney? I, I literally told you, I'm like, listen, we got to cancel it. I don't, I don't need to watch any of these movies. I, they're part of my childhood. I'm done. Marvel has jumped the shark. You know, all they want to do is make money, uh, make money from China. So I don't, and you know, like I'm fine. So I'll make my own choice, but, and I don't, right. and I respect them. If I ever met them in real life, I'd be like, dude, respect. I'm not even going to talk about the political <laughs> views. I don't care who you support. I, I see you as a person. If you want to have that discussion with me, I'm happy to do it. Just like I can get on my microphone right now. I can get on my soapbox. I don't care if anybody's listening or not. We get to express our views. It goes both right. ways. Right. So it's, it's fine for me. So I think it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to representation, I mean, for this one specifically, uh, we do have a few issues with it. And so at the end of the day, you know, the movies out there, some people are watching it. Some people don't want to watch it. So I think at the end of the day, you just have to take personal or individual responsibility over what you want to do. And so in this case, like in, in my case, I guess I'm not watching it. Dan, you're not watching it. Thomas, I assume you're not watching it either. Oh, for I don't sure. Know. 100% not watching it. Um, but yeah, I think that's I, why I already, we just want to. I already read through the Wikipedia synopsis and it's more ridiculous than you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spoil any part of the film for for listeners out there, but it's it's, it's I, quite I guess, ridiculous. Mia, did you? So I mean, like real quick too, we can go because I feel like we have you asked the question about representation, and we haven't like I already gave my views on it, but I do think I I, I think a lot of people are you know when they see Chinese when they see people like them on in Hollywood because mm-hmm. that's what dominates entertainment right now. It's you know it's a great thing for them, and I, I'm not gonna knock that at all. You know like. When you see a when you see a community of rise to fame, when you see like Ali Wong, you know Kevin uh, Ken Jeong, like you know it, it it also it's one one of the things it does is, you know parents uh, who are Chinese or East Asian Asian in general are like you know they'll probably I, I hope that they'll let their they'll support their kids in whatever they want to be and if they say I want to be a comedian, like Ali Wong or a fil- or an actress and producer and writer like Aquafina, uh, you know or or uh, St- Stephen Lim, our friend from BuzzFeed that that. Um, you know, he's, he's an influencer uh, on social media, then great. I, I w- would hope that our parents in the future will support whatever we do, you know, cause my parents always supported me, but most of the people I know who are, who look like me, their parents weren't really keen on them doing anything other than uh, a certain track, you know? So mm-hmm. I do, I do think that if quote unquote representation means seeing more people uh, like us on screen, then great. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, we can, can we can expand this topic and then just talk about um, because I think the whole point of Asian representation is that you know you have uh, you know people to look up to as role models, right? So we can expand on that and just talk about role models in general, and then where do you find your role models? I would love to. That would be for another topic. Tease guys. Oh, for, for another sure. topic. Yeah. Right. Tease, great tease. <laughs> because any, we do have to wrap up today. Th- Thomas, any last anything you want to add? Because Thomas is Thomas like wrote a book last Thomas night. Thomas was an amped essay. at midnight. What, what else you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, last thoughts on on uh, role models is that it, it's more about it's more about being um, 
uh, like being disappointed in in uh, folks who you know choose to side. Like th- there are clear distinctions on right or wrong for certain situations, right? Like we can we can disagree. Like I'm not expecting everyone that I admire or like to have the same values of me as me, mm-hmm. but there are clear distinctions um, for certain situations for right or wrong. It's like bad example would be like. Uh, Hitler and Nazis, right? It's like, can you imagine any like role model like admiring that uh, that regime? It's just like that. That's like a clear. That's like a clear red flag, right? right. So and, you're basically saying you have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, well, to me, there's a line somewhere, and it's like mm-hmm. prior to this, I've never really had a, any sort of platform to express. I never <laughs> express these views right. publicly, but it's just like let's say until uh, now. Yeah, so it's like to me, it's very disappointing to see like a Louis Fei or Donnie Yen come out and say these things and to support basically the oppression of a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. So I, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been a pretty heated discussion. So I feel like this, I hope this makes an interesting episode to whoever listening. And then if yeah. you have thoughts like Thomas did, um, send us your thoughts. Send us an email. Uh, all the information will be in the description. Uh, we hope you enjoy our episode today and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.